to another episode of Chris and Dave's Reality Cast. I am one of your hosts, Chris Feltz, and my co-host and very good friend is Mr. Dave Horrocks. Hi, Chris, and hello to our listeners out there. Welcome to Chris and Dave's Reality TV Cast, covering Temptation Island Season 3, Episode 12, The Reunion. Now, Chris, we start off, and I have to say, this episode was a little bit lopsided. We spent most of the time with two out of the four couples, and we start off with Kendall and Erica, and we get... A replay of the no rules, you know, all the time, you know, that uh, it's stated that there's no rules and Mark asks, you know, were you on a hall pass there or what? Uh, what did you reckon to uh, Kendall and Erica's grilling there? Well, you know what, Dave, it opened my eyes slightly because Erica did say no rules when they were with Mark. But anybody who's got any common sense who's been in a relationship with, uh, you know, their partner male or female, when you get a hall pass, Dave, you don't use it. It basically means I'm telling you that you've got a hall pass, but what I really mean is if you try and fucking use that hall pass, you're in deep trouble. And he didn't pick up on that one bit with Kendall didn't at all. And you know what, Dave? I was cringing. This I thought this reunion episode was probably better than the whole series. I thought it was just gold. And Kendall... I've never known anyone so delusional, Dave. So delusional. (laughs) Honestly, he has no concept of anything with himself. The whole... He was approached in in so many ways by so many people in this whole um, 10, 15-minute segment with him, and it was gold. It was like hands over your eyes, but really you're looking through your fingers because I was like, everything he says, he's just digging a bigger fucking hole for himself. I mean, what did you think of that? Because I thought it was brilliant. I, I agree. I thought this was the best episode of the season. <laughs> I thought, let's say, it's heavily edited. You know, you can see a little bit like The Bachelor, you know, after the final rose kind of thing. You can see that initially they show you who's there. I noticed Evan. Do you remember him from, like, the first or second episode when he was laying into Kristen and then when he got booted off yeah. the island he was really fucking arsy well he was there didn't even notice it was just that he was just flashed up on screen for a second we had Sophia you know was there but and she was even sat with Chelsea and Tom didn't hear a word from her and it just I, I don't like that I know it's got to be you know produced uh, but it did feel a little bit overly produced for me but um but kendall oh my god chris i mean we're we're going back aren't we um back through the uk office so it's 20 years old today and uh or not today this year rather and it's been brilliant and it it, because i've not watched it for a few years but kendall here was pure david brent the lead character ricky gervais's character from the office because Again, we've seen it. We've seen Erica and people say, you know, how great Kendall is with his words. And, you know, he's quite intimidating. He's not fucking great with his words, Chris. He's got a library of stock phrases and cliches that he throws out at, uh, at, at random times. And some of them hit. And, you know, I guess people sort of shut down a little bit, you know, if he's going into this verbal diarrhea, word soup kind of thing. But, but there are two things... <laughs> When he's talking, when Jesse comes up 
you know, because, I mean, we'll go back to the grilling that he got, but he was kind of, again, doing the doing the David Brent thing. We, you know, so he's saying one thing, but he's he's gesturing, pointing at Erica. He's saying, let's, let's stop talking about my infidelity because, you know, she had infidelity on her side as well and pointing her out, David Brent style. And he's like, we're going to lay it all out, all, all there on the table. And Jesse, you can see, he's like, you know, he's, he's up for the the tangle here is like lay it all out there bro and so when he says about erica that you know if you're hungry you go to the grocery store and you might not like peas (laughs) (laughs) but you you eat peas because you're hungry and i I like the fact that jesse was just like i don't know what you're saying (laughs) (laughs) because even alexis was laughing with a hand yeah. over her face laughing because she she come on after Kendall and Erica had like sat near each other and they're talking Alexis comes on and her and Erica had a, a dust up and Erica's like you know you're supposed to respect blah blah and then Alexis did sort of apologise she said like look I've had sex with him but it doesn't mean you know I don't respect myself don't respect, and, and yeah, yeah. you've had to deal with a man like Kendall you know you deserve better so, so I, straight away I was like oh shit these aren't together and Everything Kendall said at this point, when because I did think when Jesse sat next to him, and he was t- articulating to him and everything, and he spoke to him in the correct way, not in the dickhead way. I mean, they're so close; it's it's quite unbelievable that it could it could be a total flashpoint, couldn't it, Dave? And the, these two could. Mm. Lips, I thought at one point, are they going to fucking throw punches here? Because Kendall was having none of it, and everything he said, I I didn't feel sorry for him, but he got to the point where it was like, sometimes less is more, Kendall. Just take the loss. And, and that's it. I, I, I'm not saying, like, with Erica, she kissed him, and he was like a little kid. Well, she, like you said, she 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 was the same. It's like, no, <laughs> she didn't sleep with someone, and she didn't have a threesome to embarrass <laughs> your partner. She didn't get in there with two blokes and embarrass Kendall. He'd be quiet within his rights to have a pop at her. And I thought he was gold. And when Jesse was talking to him, and he, like you said, he's just like, what are you saying? You're like, yeah, what are you talking about? I was fucking pissing myself. And and he just got more and more uncomfortable and he got more and more agitated because he was getting called out. And and I will give I give Mark Wahlberg a lot of stick last week, Dave, but I thought he'd come out of this pretty well today because he tackled him pretty much head on. And he even said mm. to he even said to Kendall, there is something in there with you, you've been hurt. And but then I was expecting some I was expecting him to reveal his his life's, you know, crisis or something, but something a bit of a nugget into why he is the way he is and he just kept rambling about nothing he had tears in his eyes and that. i'm not saying he's not been hurt we all get hurt in our life but it never made sense his explanation for why he treats people like that but mark Wahlberg gave him an out and i hope he takes it and grows as a person because he come out of it looking daft to me yeah mark Wahlberg did give him an out quite honestly he said why are you the way you are because you know he said he feels nothing when he sees you know erica talking to jesse and whatever and he's saying i wonder what you what's happened to you that makes you compartmentalize it like this and i, I chris i'm not buying this at all what's that what's that i can smell chris <laughs> Have there been some? Have there been some bulls around here? Because it fucking stinks. He's like, oh yeah, you know, I've been in so many situations where every time I'm putting in and uh, giving a hundred percent, and it always fails, and I don't give the keys to my heart freely. 
fuck off. <laughs> no, I'm not having that for a single second. Mark gave him an out and he just ran with it. And it, <laughs> it's on. such bollocks, Chris. Dave, Dave, you know you're talking about, I forgot about this, but you know you're talking about David Brent. He's just been attacked by all quarters. Even Alexis has had a pop at him saying that he's not a good person. And they've all yeah. called him out. Mark Wahlberg has, and at the end of it, he just says, <laughs> that's what he's saying, so be it, I rest my case. Yeah. Like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> what case are you fucking resting, mate? A fucking a, a suitcase? Because you've made no sense here. You've not won this argument. <laughs> But that's what I'm saying about like the stock phrases. That was after the whole peas thing, and then you know uh, Jesse gives an example of why that totally is the opposite to what actually happened. Erica backs him up, and he's saying, "Yeah, okay, I believe it. I rest my case." Oh. <laughs> you know what oh, it reminded no. me of? The, 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 oh, wait, I can't remember which episode it is now, but. I think it's in the second season of The Office, so we haven't got there on the recaps. But, you know, Neil, uh, David Brent's manager, is saying about, uh, you know, you'll do it the way, you'll perform the way I want you to perform. (laughs) And David Brent's like, ooh, you're hard. (laughs) (laughs) It was like that. I rest my case. Pure, pure David Brent, oh, and uh, and it was brilliant. But I mean, we we have skips over, and we I, I feel like we need to talk about that as well. But we saw last week, you know, the uh, Alexis left with Kendall, and and I said, surely when she sees this back, you know, she's and I actually called Mark Wahlberg out there because I was saying that I felt he was duty bound to actually put a question out there, you know, help shine a light on the fact that. He's just been dumped. So, you know, he hasn't chosen you. Um, but she's obviously found out for herself. And she was pissed for the whole episode. Everything Kendall was saying, you know, she's... Obviously, the editors are doing it this way. You know, it cuts to her rolling her eyes and what have you. So, I, I mean, she was really quite annoyed. And, uh, I mean, Nicole didn't back him up either, did she? No, and, and that's what I'm saying. This isn't just us singling Kendall out. There's people who know him, who have met him and been within him. And, and it's just, I hope, Dave, for his sake, he, he grows up and changes. Look, we've got 20 years on him. We made some stupid mistakes when we were younger. I'm not trying to speak for you, but we've all done it. We've all said things, done things, and you think, oh, my God. And you look back and think, oh, fucking cringing. What is he, 22, 23? He's going to make mistakes. I think I think the, the problem is with him is when he knows he's done something or he, he doesn't react in a, I'm sorry, you're actually right, he then goes on the attack, doesn't he, which then makes it worse for him. And on a platform like this, you're never going to win, are you, Dave? Social media is just going to bury you. So, I mean, look at us, we're yeah. talking about it. Interesting. Uh, the whole dynamic of their I, relationship is just ridiculous. Yeah, I, I'm i with you. I hope he does grow. And, and you're right. You're a lot more mature. You know, you do experience things the problem that i think he's got is he just doesn't listen you know and he just literally gaslights the opposite and you can see that's probably been an effective strategy for him you know in in his life and so he kind of gets away with it when he's talking about uh you know i value people because alexis is tearing strips off him and saying like erica deserves a lot better 
than uh, than him. And then I think Chelsea jumps in, sticks the boot in as well. That Erica deserves better, and he's like, "Well, define better. What do you mean?" <laughs> and Erin goes, "Better than you." <laughs> so, but he's still still not going to be having it. But he says says about how he values people, and he values people all the time. Chris, do you remember him saying about how he he'll fire someone in ten seconds? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know that? Yeah, no qualms about that, I believe. Utter bullshit that he values people. Um, I, I, and again, I know there's editing involved. I know we're seeing, you know, a perception of the reality. But to say shit like that tells me you don't give a fuck about people. You don't give a fuck about people other than yourself. So I, I just, what he's selling, I ain't buying. No, no, and I agree. You, you know what, Dave, as well? So, so if we're just slightly moving on from that, this section now with Erin and Corey was a roller coaster for me because I started off and like, Erin, oh, she's a fucking, she's a right bully. She's, you know, she's this, she, she's not a bully, but she's controlling. She's really aggressive towards Corey. And then by the end of it, I was like, Corey, you're a dick as well. You know, because I, I, I these are not compatible at all. But honestly, Erin's... Yeah. Erin's approach to things in a dialogue is not good. She doesn't approach things in the right. She's, you can see that she's trying her hardest to hold back that temper. She's got a temper on her. But Corey, Dave, what is he doing? Like, like we we have given Erin a load of stick, haven't we? The football thing, everything. And I've, I have, I've stuck by that because I don't think she's come across very well at times. And there's something there that we've never been privy to. However, Dave, I think Corey's cheated on her a few times. I do. You reckon? Yeah, I do. I do. And I know it came out in the, this whole dialogue because I messaged you halfway through and you'd already seen it and you're like, just watch it, just watch it because I'm slated Erin. And then I'm like, oh my God. You know? <laughs> because, you know, she deserves some of the criticism, but what happens and transpires from there, I'm like, oh, right. So that's, how, that's what he's doing. This vulnerable Corey isn't as vulnerable as what he's playing us. I was expecting the Kendall and Erica thing to go off and be entertaining, and it was. I wasn't expecting these two to go off quite as much as they did. But Chris, I had to go back to our episode 10 because I I thought, you know what, I'm sure I called this. You know, or we probably both did. I, I, I didn't listen to the whole episode. I just went back and, you know, to the bit where uh, Erica and, uh, sorry, Erin and Corey walk off and and i think we both said you know they don't really have much hope for the future and it seems that you know that is the case and i honestly i'm not picking any sides here chris because i think they're all incompatible mark mark called it didn't he mark Wahlberg just says you know you're not showing the best version of yourself you come off like a bully to erin Corey. you're not you're being asked to step up, but you roll over like a little puppy. I think were his words or something like that. So it's not the best version of yourself, and that's called incompatibility. And I think that's what we'd we'd said all along, wasn't it? You know, they they just don't seem like a good couple. And I, I, you know what I liked about this reunion episode, Chris? The best bits were in the breaks. <laughs> where they're still carrying on the argument but Erin's going on to Corey he's he's trying to apologise and whatever and she's saying 
yeah, you you had the opportunity to stand up, you know, and and you didn't, and you made me fall over on my sword again. And at that bit, I was thinking, really, that's what happened. You, you fell on your sword. She's basically saying she probably lost it a bit, you know, and he didn't stand up. So she kept getting angry, and she's now pissed off with herself that she's she's been made to look a bit silly. That's how I read that. But yeah, Corey definitely should have fucking piped up. I didn't like Chris when she told him, you know, uh, I thought you were working on being a man on the island. Man up. You know, I thought that. In fact, the tearing off of strips that she gave him, I thought was just fucking horrible. How many blokes do you know would just sit there and just take that and not just walk off or at least bite back or something? And he, he does, he sits there like a whimpering puppy. It's like, for fuck's sake, man. Yeah. She's fucking calling you out. She's emasculating you on national television. And you just fucking sat there saying, oh, I'm sorry, you know, and what have you. But, I mean, what what do you reckon to, to Shaq's whole story? Because the thing that sets them off, the thing that apparently, you know, was unveiled a little bit before the reunion was that uh, Amanda had said to Shaq, that, you know, they didn't have sex. Uh, Amanda and Corey didn't have sex on this final overnight. Um, but something... But they did hook up. You know? What, what do you reckon to that? What, what, where do you reckon the truth is? And, and we'll never know, of course. We're just speculating. What I would say is... When when that revelation came out, my jaw was on the floor. Because I was like, I wasn't expecting that. Something's obviously happened... And Corey, I think Corey's done this sort of thing in the past and got away with it. And 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 Erin has just not noticed it, whether she's been with him or not. I'm just guessing this is purely my speculation. But what I would say, Dave, is Amanda's reaction to Shaq telling Erin, which I don't think Shaq was prepared for Erin to say, because I think Erin just wears a heart on her sleeve. And she's like, well, Shaq told me. And then it kicked off. Oh, it was gold. And I'm thinking, I don't believe Shaq didn't. I think Shaq did tell Erin that. I, I do. I, I don't. Oh, he, de- I, he definitely told her that. Yeah, but he, but he had no explanation. Saying, you know, what, what did he actually say? And it's clear he's got his big shit-stirring spoon there. He's still infatuated with Erin. <laughs> and he could, probably could not wait to try and fucking throw a grenade in there. Oh, it's fucking gold. It was gold because that's what that's what I'm saying. Like this episode was just complete fire for me. Like these first two couples were brilliant because it all it all came together and it sort of started making sense for Evan and Corey. All of the doubts I'd had and the different things about the relationship, it is fifty fifty. She Matt Wilber's right. She she does not do things in the right way. She controls him. She she totally talks down to him. Totally disrespectful. She completely correct for calling him out. And like you said, though, he needs to grow a set. He needs to stand up for himself. If he's done nothing wrong, tell him he's done nothing wrong. But I think the more he denies or he sort of sits there mute and not saying anything, that's what's frustrating her. She wants a reaction out of him and he's not prepared to give it to her. But when he's been deceptive himself, he just loses all the argument for me, Dave, and it was brilliant. It was gold. And Shaq is not the nice guy that he's painting himself out for. However, Amanda, 
Amanda as well, the reaction, was it a theatrical reaction? Was Shaq right? I don't know. But somewhere along the lines, Amanda and Shaq have both got a vested interest to split Evan and Corey up. And I am here, Dave, for that fucking show <laughs> because it was brilliant. Well, the thing is, as well, like, Erin <laughs> said that, like, Corey had changed his story a number of times. Now, a slight spoilers, we'll talk about the after-show stuff after, but, but she seems to be kind of okay with, with the story as it is after the show. But Corey's changed his story multiple times. They've talked about hooking up, right? And I don't know, Chris, exactly what the definition of hooking up is. To me, that's anything from going on a date to... Uh, being a Kendall sandwich <laughs> in a threesome, yeah, you know. So I I don't know what the definition of that is, um, but Erin asks Amanda what what her definition is, and she says, "Well, we didn't kiss." And the thing is, Chris, I'm going to relate here because this all happened fairly quickly. There were multiple people talking, so I had to write it down. But Amanda was saying, "Look, in the in the final overnight, there was a bed right there." And you know, mine was, uh, 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 mine was down the hall, and so we just kind of slept in the same bed. What do you reckon to that? Those are facts, Chris. You know, all you know. I'm not talking a hike. I'm not talking like a different hotel. The other bed is down the hall. What do you reckon to that, Dave? <laughs> like you say, you smell a bit of bullshit, and you say if it waters like a duck, because it, it quacks like a duck, it's a fucking duck. <laughs> so <laughs> I think someone's selling a few pork pies, my friend. I really do. Uh, yeah, I don't buy it. And, and he was very, he went bright red. He, he couldn't look her in the eye. I was looking at his body language. I'm like, you have been a naughty boy there, Corey, haven't you? And I think he's the type, Dave, that he would, he would, he would, he, he said about, she says about dying on a sword he will die on his sword and deny all knowledge. But top and tail of it was, Erin said, I don't want to be with you anymore. And, and yeah. that's it. And he's like, oh, I just want you to be happy. But I, I think that's the right decision. <laughs> I thought Corey was, should have been the one to make that decision. But I think for the best of them two and for them to grow as people, that is the correct decision. Yeah, I've I got to be honest. I do think Corey and Amanda make a better pair. Um, I think Erin... I think Erin needs someone who's going to match her kind of intensity. <laughs> Let me put it that way. Uh, that is not Corey. There is no. just a massive power imbalance in their relationship. Yeah. And um, yeah, but we'll get onto that in a bit. But uh, yeah, old Shaq was just sat there, wasn't he? He didn't have an explanation for it. It's just like you're crazy. You know, <laughs> I've said for a while, Shaq is a fake nice guy. You know, he's trying to act the nice guy, but he's, you know, what was it? The shack attack or something that he said, you know, when, when Erin did pick someone else for a different date. And I, and I think the fact that Erin was saying that, oh, I do, I did send Shaq home because I felt I had a connection and now I'm regretting it. I wish I'd have got to know him more. That was actually nothing to do with Shaq, in my opinion. That was all to do with trying to stick the knife into Corey's side and make him fucking suffer. That's that's what that was all about. I did enjoy, though, Chris, uh, when Corey looks over to Shaq and he said, I actually see a lot of similarities between us. 
So, uh, yeah, I, I don't, quite honestly. No, no, I think they're two completely different personalities, if I'm being honest. Completely yeah. different personalities. Absolutely. Uh, you know, Shaq's this massive fucking personal trainer. He's confident, he's confident, <laughs> and Corey's not yeah. confident. So you're like, well, yeah, you're nothing like you, Corey. I'd just be quiet if I was you. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Oh, unbelievable. Now, we did get, Chris, we got Chelsea, Tom, and Sophia on the sofa, but mm-hmm. obviously we didn't hear anything from Sophia in the cut. Uh, this was a bit shorter than I thought it was going to be, but uh, what do you reckon to those two then? Well, the thing is, we got sent on the Facebook page as well, which, you know, if you want to follow and get involved in the chat, guys, uh, Chris and Dave's Reality TV cast, get over there. Some of our friends who listen, Charlene, some of the other listeners, will always um, tag us in different articles regarding whether it's this show, we've had stuff this week about The Bachelor again and all that. Matt James and Rachel back together, allegedly. You tagged me as well, Dave, on that. But, but there was a thing there regarding Chelsea and Tom. I've got a YouTube channel, Dave. So... I went over there. Um, there's about, I think you've got about 200 and some followers. They're growing the channel. No problem with that. I do YouTube. I understand it's it's a difficult market to get in. But it was just shit, Dave. It was absolutely rubbish. They, they're trying to sell and jump on the back of what everyone else is doing, which is fine. It's, it's the social media, Instagram world we live in, Snapchat, all that. But I think it's unconvincing because... We've seen them laid bare, this couple. They're not perfect. And obviously, this was recorded probably a few months before we, this YouTube stuff that they're doing because um, Chelsea's hair's short now. She's got a short bob talking. They seem more natural when they're together. And it seems like they're, they're more of, you know, more together as a couple, Dave. But it's, it's not a great channel. So, so when this starts and they're talking, and, and obviously Chelsea's there with Tom, I wasn't sure how she would deal with Sophia being there. And and we didn't get Blake there, did we? Blake wasn't there, which was interesting. Mm. Who was the guy sat next to Tom, Dave? The guy who looked like Blake, but he wasn't Blake. You know, you know when they, when they would they talked with Sophia, and then there was a bloke sat next to Tom. Who was he? Oh, pass. He just had you a random have guy me with like a picture. <laughs> Sorry, I'm sure he's it'd have been there. Yeah, but there was loads of them, wasn't there? And not all of them got much screen time. No, it's weird. And you're right about Sophia. You'd think her and Chelsea would have that discussion. And and I think because I was so shocked that these two stayed together, it seemed to be like we had the controversy at the start, didn't we? The whole, you know, obviously Erin and Corey, Kendall and Erica. This this was a bit of a damp squib, if I'm being honest, Dave. And then we get Blake the fake talking and Chelsea's now saying he's not genuine. And it's like, well, exactly what you said. She called him out on that four or five episodes ago. And the next episode, she was with him. So I, I yeah. don't get that. I didn't get any of that dynamic at all. No, it just it's consistent with what we've seen before, though, isn't it? The, the just massive hypocrisy to all of it. Um, I, I did think, you know, potentially this one would go off. If anything, going into it, I thought Kendall and Erica, Tom and Chelsea, those would be the couples who would, you know, provide the gold TV. But it it was a it was a bit of a damp squib, wasn't it? You know just didn't really ignite but what i did notice was you know chelsea seemed on edge when like tommy was talking and he was saying about um he was saying that you know that with him she could be herself 
you know, be in that moment. Again, he's sort of saying these words. He's just there for a shag, wasn't he, really? You know, <laughs> there's nothing wrong with that. You, you go for whatever reasons you go for. But, yeah. you know, that, that's to me what, what he was saying there. And she was trying to downplay it and say, yeah, he was like my friend who, you know, I could, I'd be like, I'd go across and I'd be like, yeah, pick me up. And I don't remember seeing that, quite honestly, Chris, her picking her up. But, and then he's saying, well, yeah, it was a bit more than that, wasn't it? And again, she's she's trying to control the conversation. She just cuts people off a little bit before they finish what they're saying. I think there's more to that than than is let on. But the fact that they're together, uh, it just makes a mockery. Said it in the last episode, Chris. Not having that they're a real couple. There's just everything about it stinks. I I just think I looked at that about the first five minutes of that first like video podcast thing. And yeah. they were talking about the pandemic. And I just can't figure out this kind of timeline that they're speaking to. I mean, this reunion was, was filmed months ago, wasn't it? Yeah. You know, but then they've apparently, you know, before the show, they'd only been together a year. You know, this podcast's over a year old. I, I just, everything seems to be a year all the time. <laughs> it's just a bit strange. So, yeah, I'm not buying these two at all. And, uh, yeah, yeah, I think that's the bottom yeah, line to it. I, can, no, I can't yeah. get that worked up when I just don't believe it. No, no, and I think you're right. I think you're right. And and, and obviously, we the Chelsea and Tom one was probably the lovely episode. We then get the fantasy loving, don't we? So we get Justin and Kristen, and we get... They're not even there. There's obviously some stuff couldn't happen for him to be there. They weren't in the same room. So I'm like, oh my God, they split up. I, I called him out, didn't I, saying they're not together, Dave. Chris is eating humble pie because with the parents together, we had crying, tears. We knew they was they all love each other. And then obviously we found, you know, we saw uh, Kristen's brother as well, who's a dedication to him, Dave. So mm. so it absolutely brought the house down, didn't it? You know, completely. Yeah. And I was thinking, Chris, your predictions are shit. Because I was completely wrong. Well, we know that. But on this couple, <laughs> definitely. You massively missed it. But you know what I thought, Chris? I thought they were going to get married there and then. Oh, the way right. they were dressed. Because Kristen had a white dress on. Julian looked looked very... Uh, yeah, Julian. Justin. What's his name? Just... Uh, Julian, yeah, Justin. It is Julian, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. Whatever, whatever written Justin down. Fucking, I'm blaming autocorrect there. Um, <laughs> he looked very dapper. He had like a, you know, a kind of blazer on and stuff and a shirt. And I thought, are they going to fucking get married on the reunion here? So no, that, that didn't happen. Um, but again, I think this is the, let's say the success of the show. This is the only couple, I think, that, out of the four of them that you can say, right, they've stayed together, good luck to them, they look like they've genuinely kind of tackled the demons that they had and they look like they're so much better for it now. So, yeah, it was, it was, a, I'm not saying a highlight for this show, it's a highlight for a show. I have to say as well, Chris, when we watch these reality TV shows, they're all fame hungry, aren't they? They're all in it yeah. for Instagram followers, you know. Then they all accuse each other. You're not here for the right reasons. None of you are, you fuckers. I do think Julian could actually break out from this. He does seem to have a brilliant way with words. 
you know, and I th- I think he I could see him going on to do something else. Mm, yeah, I think so. I th- I agree with that. That's a good. You know what? We've not even discussed that, but I think that's a very very good call. He, he, they seem quite genuine. I'm I'm happy for him, Dave. You know, they, they announced the wedding, didn't they? Twenty fourth of July, twenty twenty two. Yeah. I think you're right. I think you're right. I mean, look what's happened with The Bachelor where they've got people to stand in and that, haven't they? You know, obviously, the Chris Harris and stuff was a joke, but there was people there, previous contestants, who have gone on to do bigger and better things on the back of this. So, yeah, mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm happy with that, Dave. But, Dave, I believe um, we have a, a, a section that you've done some research that I'm not allowed to talk about. So can you enlighten me on that? Because I haven't scrolled down on our notes, my friend. I haven't. Change. <laughs> I've been dying to. I've well, been dying to. But I can't. I, I'm going to switch switch things a little bit because I was going to talk about this right at the end. So I'm going to talk about a little conspiracy theory first and then just some of the stuff that's happened been happening on the Instagram lives so with all of these shows you know they've they've signed these non-disclosures and whatever definitely with The Bachelor they they tend to not say anything after the show but with the Temptation Island people they seem to be a bit more loose-lipped <laughs> you know, and, uh, they've taken some things down so I'll talk about some of the Instagram live stuff the first thing though the conspiracy right and we'll get to this in the email as well. This season has not been quite what we expected, has it? Yeah. You know, in terms of the previous two seasons, that was pure trash TV. That was getting couples onto the island, trying to make them behave badly, you know, plying them with alcohol. And it was just pure trash TV, and that's why we loved it. This season has been really toned down and I went off on one a a little bit in the last episode to talk about the hypocrisy of it you know to try and build up that it's this virtuous process that they're going through you know to help the couples along their journey Chris to to take off my uh, bullshit bingo there Um, right Bachelor Nation is a bit in disarray at the moment isn't it yeah, you've got the whole Chris Harrison stuff. You got all this toxicity around it. Let's not fucking talk about reality, Steve. I'll talk about it on the, off the podcast. But he's in hot water as well at the minute. That just seems knock what? after knock. What's that, Dave? I didn't know that about reality, Steve. Oh, it's just a bunch of stuff that's come out from his old blogs that just makes him look really fucking misogynistic and uh, quite a bad person and abusing his power because he's like this fucking soothsayer. He's he's got this power over people, over, you know, the women within the franchise. He's kind of abusing that power. He was ringing one up saying that, uh, oh, I had a dream. It was a really sexy dream about us last night or something <laughs> like that. And it's just, and and they're all shit scared because, like, he can basically destroy them, you know, because he's he's got that influence within Bachelor Nation. Ah, right. So I, I haven't gone in too much to it, but if you want to go and listen to the Chatty Broads podcast, uh, they read out a load of his old blogs on there. Um yeah, so really not not good stuff. So anyway, Bachelor Nation, in disarray at the minute. I think the other shows are looking across and saying, you know what, Bachelor is huge. You know, it is a... Uh, there's so much money, you know, involved in that franchise, and we can have a bit of it. And I think they've tried deliberately to tone down everything on this show so it's less about the trash TV 
that we love. Yeah. And it's more like The Bachelor because they're they're trying to get into that space. I, I honestly think that's what's going on here. That's mad, that. Yeah. You know what? And if, what I would say for The Temptation as well is because it's not as long as Bachelor. The Bachelor yeah. episodes are a fucking slog. And, and I know, yeah. I know yeah, you yeah. can, and I'm, that's not being disrespectful because I've got loads of people who enjoy the Bachelor and Bachelorette. Two hours is fucking bullshit. 40, you know, it's an hour long in it, 45 minutes of actual TV, but you've got an hour with the adverts and stuff. That's perfect yeah. for a reality show. Anything longer. Yeah. The, the, the Bachelor stuff is like you get two or three episodes within one. That's great. And I know they can't do that because of when it's on. But if what I would suggest is can they not put it on twice a week? And just half it or something that that would be more plausible because it just goes on and fucking on, doesn't it? So so I yeah. I do think that that could be a call and the and the time the length of each episode is perfect. I think. Yeah. Yeah, I think so, and um, I don't know, but I do you want that though, Chris? I I want more of season one and two. To be honest, I I thought they were better you know than we said six out of ten last week i think this was the previous seasons were more like a uh you know an eight or a nine weren't they just in terms of how they were but uh but yeah so so let's see where that goes but i'm hoping they return to form they get back to the pure trash tv they get back to watching through your fingers and just being like I can't believe this is happening. I can't believe I'm watching it. But I fucking love it, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> it's, what, it's what I'm thinking. Now, the other thing, right? So so some of the uh, dish in the dirt, right? So you've had various people, so Erin, Chelsea, all taking to Instagram, some of the singles as well. I can't be asked with any of that, but we get through some of the filtered stuff from other people. Shout out to Lauren. Um in particular trolls the likes of reddit and uh looking out for things in there chris i'm going to share with you uh, a couple of images now so just bear with me oh fuck you need to you need to give me the permissions to share all ah, right okay let's, let's do that there you go right so let me share my screen here right can you see my screen there chris i can indeed See that lovely recent picture of Erica? Yep. Notice the chair in the corner there. Notice the blue door. It's quite distinctive. Very nice. Very nice door. There is a picture on Kendall's Instagram from the same day. Look at that. Oh, no. Yeah. Same door. Same chair in the corner. Yeah. They're not even trying to hide it. Well. So... I mean, this is a, a recent one. You can tell, look, his hair's short as well. His hair was a lot longer in the show, which wasn't so long ago. <laughs> that is definitely the same location. And yeah. they've taken pictures of each other. They're together, Chris. Yeah. No doubt in my mind. Yeah. And they know it as well, don't they? Looking yeah. Now, if if it was Bachelor Nation, I mean, those guys, <laughs> the, the sleuthing that they do is unbelievable. Uh, but I don't know if many people have picked up on that. Most of the stuff that I see tends to be how strong Erica is and she's a queen and how great it is. Now, 
I'm going to switch to Jesse and his live Instagram, Chris, which I haven't watched all of it, to be honest. But uh, let me just go to my notes here. Now, he's saying that Erica isn't really as sweet as innocent as she actually appears on the show. And she's had a cut that is very flattering because they went, they want to build up her storyline as this really strong woman. Um, and he was asked, you know, did he sleep with Erica? And he said, well, uh, Erica knows, uh, Kendall knows. Um, I'll just leave it up to your imagination. So in other words, Chris, yes. Yeah, he did. um so yeah i mean he he was basically saying that uh there was a lot more going on with kendall and erica but you know they've they've cut the show in a particular way to give us this this like really strong woman storyline but i'm afraid it 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 doesn't look good and and that's independent of those pictures on instagram which show that they're clearly together yeah yeah, sold as a so dream. So not good, not good. Yeah, um, sold as a dream. And you'd said as well that, uh, you know, th- they potentially weren't together or th- there's definitely something fishy going on with that lot. Um, tell you what else he said, Chris, Corey has no backbone. <laughs> <laughs> so I was surprised he came out and was, was quite that um, forward about it. But, I mean, he, he was just saying that the dressing down that Erin gave him was bang out of order. Um, and he sa- he also said Kendall's portrayed as the villain in the show, but Chelsea is the real villain, and basically calls bullshit on everything. And he he was saying about the final bonfire as well, and saying about he called out her fake cries, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> and he was basically saying there was a lot more going on with Chelsea as well with other people. Ah. Um, so yeah uh, which also got cut apparently so so who knows so so uh, uh what else happened uh talked about kendall and erica oh erin as well erin and corey yeah definitely together oh are they so yeah so erin did a an instagram she's gone on about you know she hacked it out with with amanda and corey and she's totally okay she now knows the truth uh which is the on my account seventh version of the truth i guess uh but she believes this one and yeah she's a bit put out that everyone's taking a pop at their toxic relationship and you know they're not perfect but they've got to work through things and whatever so i don't know chris uh actually a lot of it got got cut out as well so she did actually post that what Shaq said was made up. He basically made it up. She called him out on that. But then she's cut it. So if you go to a story now, it's actually cut from a, a, a story. You can't see that bit. But the sleuthers on Reddit, Chris, they fucking had it before she could take it off. I love that. You know what? We need to do that every time we finish the season because that was fucking brilliant, Dave. I enjoyed yeah, that. No, so it's, it's really good. So, I mean, again, thanks to people feeding us this information because I'm not sat, sat there. I will say, I did start to go through uh, Jesse's live stories. Fucking long. And he's got a couple of the other guys there as well. And and they were saying as well that, you know, Corey seems like a, a nice bloke, but Aaron's just a fucking nightmare to him. Um, 
so I've not quite finished that one, but it's it's really worth a watch. It's, <laughs> uh, Jesse's not fucking... He doesn't seem arsed. He just says what he feels like. And I don't know as well if they, they've... They're NDAs they've got in place are not quite as tight as the Bachelor ones. But I think this is going to run and run, you know, because uh, I didn't mention Chelsea's. She was talking about, um, on her story, about what some of the singles have been saying and yada yada and none of it's true. I, I didn't know what that was all about in this at this time, but I think it's in response to some of the stuff that Jesse and co have been saying. <laughs> so Brilliant. It's fucking great, Chris. It carries mm. on even after the show. So, yeah. Good. Really, really good fun. <laughs> good stuff, Dave. Well, we've had an email as well, um, and this is in relation to the end of Temptation Island. It's from our good friend Laura Javino, Dave, and it just says, Temptation Island rating. Hi, guys. I agree with your non-rating. Rating of 6 out of 10 for this season. <laughs> <laughs> when, the, when the cast was first introduced, I was surprised at the length of their relationships. I have food in my refrigerator. It's older than most of them have been together. With the exception of Julian and Kristen, the couples didn't seem that invested in their relationship. It's just my opinion. And uh, that's from Laura in Connecticut, Dave. So thank you, Laura. Nice short and sweet one to end the uh, series. But we do appreciate it. And, you know, Dave, we have something to announce as well, don't we? So we've been trawling what we're going to do next. Chris, as usual, I'm just totally bullshitting because I'm not prepared as always, Dave. But we have decided to go with... The second series of The Circle, which is readily available on Netflix, and it's the US version. The US version. Um, and you've not seen any of The Circle. I tried to sell you on the UK one about a year or so ago, didn't I? And I think you did about one mm-hmm. one episode in. So the, One episode, I was done. Yeah, you were done. So that makes it even better that I've got to make you watch it. <laughs> so we're going to go through. What we're going to do, though, we're not going to do episode by episode. We're going to do this over the next four to five weeks because, Dave, we have The Bachelorette coming out in June, don't we, my friend? Yeah. Now, I was conflicted about this. I... I you know my feelings on The Bachelor. <laughs> the whole franchise. No, no, hear me out. Right? I was done with it. So I didn't want to do the next season. However, if we don't do it, it's almost like, oh, Chris Harrison's not on it, so we're not going to cover it. Yeah. You know, if everyone votes with their feet and stops watching The Bachelor and Bachelorette, it's like it coincides with Chris Harrison not being on it. Yeah. Yeah. So that makes me really, really want to do it. Good. Good. <laughs> <laughs> and so, you know, I begrudgingly, because I know it's a bit of a slog. Uh, like I say, it's two hour episodes <laughs> are a slog and the furious note taking. But, but I think it could be a, a different show, you know, without that sleaze bag on it. I think it could actually be a bit better. So let's see. Yeah, let's see, Dave. Let's see. So, guys, if you want to email us in anything you agree or disagree on, cdrealitycast.gmail.com. If you want to follow us on social media, get involved with the chat. And if you want to call us out on anything and just chat about what's happened on Temptation Island, then get over there at cdrealitycast. And if you do like the show, please drop us a review on your podcast catching app. And me and Dave will read it out and it helps us get up there in them charts. And... As always, Dave, we have a Patreon, patreon.com forward slash cdrealitycast. Uh, get over there if you want to support us, guys. We really appreciate it. Big thanks to Lauren, 
Lucky Lulu Green and the great Kent Kostafson as well. So thank you guys. You know, all three of you supported us at various tiers and me and Dave completely, you know, love the fact that we have people out there who want to support the show. Um, and it's just great. And thank you so much. Um, we'll be getting to work on our bonus episode pretty soon, I imagine. Oh, yes, Dave. We have... And... and <laughs> Oh, yes, we have. Yeah, let's say no more on that, Dave. Yes, I'm working yeah. on that as we speak. So, yeah, <laughs> very good. So, no, thank you, mate, for going through this season. And, and I love the fact that you've been pulled back into the Bachelor Bachelorette Nation. <laughs> <laughs> Just when I think I'm out, you pull me back in. <laughs> All right, mate, All right. it has been emotional, as they say. And I'll see you next time. Take care.